Good day, good day, good day. Welcome to another exciting and caffeinated episode of Coffee Conversations. I'm Father David. And I'm Deacon Bob. Deacon Bob, welcome to, what day is it? January 20th. I don't know, I can't believe it. I'm just uh, It's converting from 60 degrees to now 30 degrees. Yeah, it's definitely been an up and down winter. <laughs> yes, keeping on the edge of our seats here in Ohio, but all is well. We're um, kind of flying along. Um, My grandkids went out tubing the other day. Oh, fun! At over last weekend, they bumped. went to Peak and Peak. Peak and Peak. Okay. Peak. And peak. So I guess the, they got a little bit of snow the night before, like four or five inches. Oh yeah. So um, it was a really good day for tubing. Oh, that's so awesome! They had a, just a great time. That's awesome. So have you been out Did in the anyone? slope yet? Uh, I have. I was able to go out twice already, in the limited windows that we have. Yeah. But no, it was uh, it was good. Went out with a priest friend, Father uh, Father Jim Winings, who's over at St. Raphael's. Okay. Where I was uh, previously at the end of seminary, I was over there as a deacon. So, but uh, but he shreds pretty good on on the on the skis. <laughs> we, were, we were out in Colorado last year, and he was doing some double black diamonds. Oh no! <laughs> which like yeah, there was one run he was doing. It was called the staircase or the the spiral staircase. Or oh, something. that sounds like a. Crazy. It <laughs> sounds like cliffs. Uh, yeah, kind of something like that. Well, that run was all moguls. So moguls are those oh, okay. big bumps. The that hill skiers. Loop, yeah. So it, they naturally form when skiers ski. Um, so, but like you'll see them on the Olympics. They they make them, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like bum 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 bum. You know. So. Wow. But he's he's a he's a much better rider than I am. But uh, so yeah, it's I fun. think that would be hard on a snowboard. Yeah, you know, yeah, moguls are like death trap for snowboarders for sure. Yeah, just doesn't sound like a good idea. <laughs> no, because you have to turn a lot more, and it takes a little more to turn. Yeah, so it's wow. But but it's good. Um, I'm thinking. I don't know. Well, we'll see if anyone reaches out about this. But I'm thinking about doing it in February, like on a Sunday, do like a, a Sunday on the slopes. That'd be fun. So like a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I'll just head out to Boston Mills or whatever, and if people want to come hang out. We can just ski for the afternoon a little bit. Do they have they have um, tubing there too? Don't they? Yes, they do. Yeah, so it's uh, that's over at Brandywine. Uh, so that'd be a little a little different. I could, I would, I'd be over at Boston Mills. Okay, but um, but yeah, if any, because I know we have some skiers and snowboarders. Yeah, in the in the in the parish and in the school. So, so stay tuned. Maybe that'll be a kind of a fun opportunity in, in February. Field trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think people can probably kind of just show up as they. As they do, I could probably come down to the the lodge like at the top of every hour or something. Mm-hmm. You know, if people want to go out. So I don't know. You gotta enjoy winter while it's here. That's for sure. But no, it's good. Did did, did everyone stay on the snow on the on the tube? Everybody stayed on the tube. Um, my one grandson did a head hit with somebody else. Mm. They didn't quite. I don't know who got like stuck first, but somebody's careening down and. <laughs> Heads collided, oh, so no. he got a free cup of cho- uh, hot chocolate from the ski patrol. Oh, that's good. <laughs> While they were checking him out? Yeah, uh, the staff at the bottom of the hill just scooped him up and took him to ski patrol, so oh, that wow. was good. Oh, wow. My brother made, um, so for Christmas this year and last year, he made like legit hot chocolate. Oh, really? Like, like with real milk? Kinda like with real chocolate, like uh, it's like melted chocolate and cream and all this stuff. It's almost like like it's like hot pudding. 
Oh, wow. So I guess that's like how hot chocolate either started or, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, now we have kind of have the powdered version. Yeah, Swiss Miss. You just <laughs> Swiss add some hot water and <laughs> throw some little marshmallows. But so, yeah, I don't know if anyone's into hot chocolate, look it up online. Some like real Swiss hot chocolate recipes. Wow. It's not that difficult. I'm surprised like nice restaurants don't have like real hot chocolate considering, you know. Yeah. Kind of the Hallmark hot. movies always do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know. But I haven't seen that in real life. That's pretty good. Yeah. So, something new. Something new. Mm-hmm. But this weekend we have, um, what do we have coming up? First uh, Reconciliation. For, yeah, First Reconciliation. That's that's fun, right? Yeah. So we had our retreat a couple of weeks ago, I think. About two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So, um, so that was good. How many how many kids do we have? We have about 120. That's awesome. So that's really good. So when we're working on helping the kids prepare for reconciliation, then we're also helping the parents to remember if it's been a while. Yeah. Um, so I know you did a little talk and video for the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you focus in on? Yeah. So we used. Um, so we kind of used a video series. So it's a really good opportunity to connect connect with the kids, uh, with the parents, and uh, we used this video. And we'll t- we'll talk about this in a little bit. Uh, there was a kind of a longer video we used called the uh, the hiding. Um, but I used a video from Father Mike Schmitz, who uh, does a lot of work with them on just kind of like the perspective, his perspective uh, of the sacrament of reconciliation. From the priest end? Right. Yeah, from the priest end. You know, so what is it like? Yeah. And uh, he tied in some good some good things. Uh, essentially, his, his kind of his, his line was, you know, that the sacrament is a place of, of victory, you know, that as a priest, he gets to see. Certainly, yes, he hears people's sins and that mm-hmm. and that's important. Uh, but he gets to see, you know, as every priest does, you know, we get to see kind of what God is doing in those moments. And sometimes you know, and sometimes you don't know. But, um, but yeah, it's a, it's about the victory God is 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 sharing with people uh, of His mercy and forgiveness that have been accomplished up on the cross. And um, so He really talks about it as an amazing and a beautiful and an awesome place where we can encounter God, and He gets to be a part of that. So that's really good. Um, for the parents at the beginning of the day, we showed a video called The Hiding. Now, right. maybe you can put the Father Mike Schmidt's video in the, the notes. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, but The Hiding isn't available unless you buy the the series called The 99. Yeah. And I think it's through Ascension. Through Ascension uh, Press. It's like a... It's like an online parish mission, mm-hmm. essentially. You mm-hmm. know, so. A lot of evangelization. How do you form evangelization teams mm-hmm. but yeah. the but this video is pretty powerful the th- it's 13 minutes um and as a dad it was really profound mm-hmm. and that's why i thought for the parents it would be a really good um way to understand god's love right. so it kind of parallels the story of this dad and his daughter and she's probably five maybe seven somewhere mm-hmm. around there right and it shows them playing and going to the favorite place in the woods where they built a debris hut, kind of mm-hmm. like just... A little, little fort in the woods. A little fort in the woods, kind of way out in the middle of the woods. Um, and Dad is a potter, makes cups and mugs and things like that. So he makes her a mug. And um, so it parallels her playing with the mug and even wearing, like, she was going to go off to work as a little kid with her hard hat on. Mm-hmm. It parallels, it jumps right to her as an adult 
And as a dad who had little kids who are now adults, yeah, it, it's just profound because it shows the the woman now who's grown up struggling with life, with right. friendships, with hookups, with career. things that career that didn't go very well, um, and even though shows, she's, she, even though she's working and working and yeah, working and. <laughs> Yeah, these projects like are being denied, and yeah, and I, and I think people that are in the business world understand that demand of it's never done. Yeah, you know, as it's soon not, as you're, you're you're never enough. There's never enough work you mm-hmm. can do. There's always more. There's always better. And you can't work your way out of that. I mean, you're just kind of caught in that hamster wheel. Yeah. So it shows this little girl sitting, kind of like on a branch with her teddy bear. So this is when she's when she's so little. It kind of the video kind of shifts back between when she's a little girl and then when she's um, kind of present present mm-hmm. day. You know, um, when she's an adult. So it, when it flips back to her as a little girl, it shows her having a tea party with the special mug that her dad made her. Mm-hmm. Kind of, no, I guess it was his mug. She yeah, took his mug. She borrowed his mug and had her mug that he mm-hmm. that he had for her, and she was, she kind of climbed up into a tree and was having like a tea party, you know, with her stuffed bear mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of thing. And so I thought one of the most profound lines was, she asked the little bear, "How much do you want?" And she answers like in this deeper voice, "As much as you want to give me," which I thought was profound. Mm-hmm. Um, and as she says that, she actually knocks Dad's mug off this tree branch, and it falls down. And you hear this just like clink of broken right. pottery. Yeah. And when this is happening, you know, this this broken mug uh, in her childhood, it kind of correlates to when everything's just kind of falling apart in her her, her mm-hmm. present day. You know, when um, her job is really getting stressful. It looks like she's going to be fired or something. Um, you know, the hookups are just kind of giving a lot of weight of grief and anxiety upon her um, and just a lot of different things. You know, she's not adding up, you know, to who she wants to be in the, in the present life. So the, it's just profound that they have the little girl whose heart is broken because her mug is broken or dad's mug is broken. And her as a grown up woman whose heart is broken because right. <clears throat> nothing's working out the way she thought. Right, right. And... The little girl goes and hides in the debris hut after she tries to fix the mug with tape. Right. You know, she's like trying to get it all together with scotch tape and it's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so she runs and hides. And she runs and hides in the debris hut, which was kind of like her safe place with her and her dad when they would go and play. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, <clears throat> dad keeps texting. The girl is a grown woman. In the present day. Saying, yeah. hey, you know, let's get together for dinner. And, and the girl is just always too busy for dad. Right. Um, the father keeps reaching out, keeps <clears throat> having opportunities. But she's kind of kind of hiding, you know, in, in her city life uh, in, in a similar way. Mm-hmm. Until finally um, it shows the little girl hiding in the debris hut because she couldn't fix the mug. Mm-hmm. And then her as a grown woman just kind of laying, looking up at the sky, knowing she's at the end of her rope. Right. That, she, that nothing is working. Mm-hmm. And this is, uh, to kind of clarify too, um, I th- we, this is like a modern prodigal son story. Oh, absolutely. So between a father and a daughter, and kind of modern context. But, uh, and we don't see her leaving you know, the house to go to the city. But, no. But essentially, you know, uh, so, the, so the prodigal son, you know, kind of, you know, just uh, as the father kind of leaves, takes takes his his inheritance and leaves, and um, tries to go find a life essentially a, apart from the father that's going to be better, more fulfilling. 
uh, but then it ends up not working out. Yeah, we know that never works too well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so finally, um, in the the young girl's storyline, Dad goes looking for her, can't find her. He sees the broken mug on the floor of her bedroom with the tape trying to hold the mug together. Right. Um, and then goes looking for her and finds her in the debris hut. In the meantime, there's this parallel of the girl coming back as a woman back home. Mm-hmm. Um, Real, realizing, oh yeah, you know what? Dad sent me all those texts. Mm-hmm. You know, he's reached out to me. Like He wants me to be here. You so know. she ends up coming home in a cab and there's this quick flashback and forth between the dad holding the little girl and holding her, it's like putting her on his shoulders. Right. And this grown woman then coming back and mm-hmm. just hugging. Right. Dad just runs to the car and hugs her. Right. And hence there's a reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Right. Which means to see eye to eye again or to mm-hmm. be back in, in re- relationship a return. again. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it's a very profound video. Yeah. And what I like about it too, because when we do retreats, um, you know, when, we don't just want to talk about, you know, the head stuff and, the, the, you know, here's what we're going to do. We're going to mm-hmm. do this. And, you know, we want to be able to, to, to journey in the heart too. And the, the video is very moving. I mean, I, I cry every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't, you know, cry often. I have noticed as I've been journeying more in the faith, <laughs> you know, I, I get more emotional at, at certain things that mm-hmm. speak certain deeper truths. Um, which is kind of an interesting kind of kind of observation, but uh, but it's very it's very deep. It's very moving. Well, and as parents, whether your kids are like perfect or easy, challenging, right. doesn't matter. There's always those moments of failure when they just feel like you wouldn't love them anymore because they've screwed up so badly. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a parent, <laughs> we forgive our kids always. Um, when the dad hugs the little girl or the dad hugs the girl as a grown woman, that that love that God has for us, that parents have for their kids, is stronger than any mess up we could make. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, those, every time I watch, so we've used this for, I think, maybe two years, three years mm-hmm. now, maybe? I think it's three. I mean, I've seen this video a number of times, and there's always some, there's always new, there's always new details. You know, it's kind of like when you approach Scripture, uh, when you pray with scripture, there's always, it's like ever ancient, ever new. There's there's always, because you're always a different person when you're approaching it. Uh, and God always wants to speak something to you. So um, so when when you pray with scripture, you can always find, there's always more. There's an endless font of of, of wisdom and knowledge and, and how God wants to speak to you. But, uh, you know, I just think, you know, thinking back to when the video when uh, she's the younger girl, just how, uh, how this is like the ideal father, mm-hmm. like where he's, He's attentive to her. He's going to her ballerina, you know, kind of, mm-hmm. um, you know, things. He's he's telling her how beautiful she is. She's, you know, he's just very absorbed in her. Like, she is his his world, and and that's really and truly an image of of the father's relationship to each and every one of us. Mm-hmm. That he's only, that's always going to be his 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 posture, um, and um, he's a to kind of bring in a psychology term. He's attuned to us. So. Mm-hmm. So um, we've now that we've studied, you know, how human beings interact. We've, you know, attunement is really important. How how parents are connected to their to their their children, uh, physically, emotionally, um, you know, just all kinds of relationally, all, all kinds of ways, and uh, and that that's a foundation to to move you through life for sure. And I think one thing as a dad, 
is how do we help our kids find their way home when they're lost? Mm -hmm. Um, I love the line in the prodigal son story that says, and while the son was still a far way off Mm -hmm. or a long, long way away, the father saw him and father runs to him. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's the way God is with us. The the image of a father and mother hugging their child Mm -hmm. is the image of reconciliation. Do you know that picture? It's kind of dark where like the, there's this big father figure sitting in the chair. Yeah, and I the think it's supposed Rembrandt. to be the prodigal son. Yeah. I don't know if Rembrandt ever had any kids. Because as a father, I would have had that kid like wrapped around yeah. in my arms. And that's the way God sees us. God sees us as welcome home. You sure. know, like you're, you're in a safe place. Um, mm-hmm. Not that the kid for the prodigal son probably didn't have to do some penance. For like, sure, yeah. Be grounded. For there were the probably rest of his we're probably with some conversations <laughs> after. after. Yeah. Hey, by the way, yeah, yeah. like, this give me your credit card. This wasn't great. <laughs> Let's work our way out of yeah. this one. But his but initial response, yeah, is, is welcome, home. acceptance, love, mercy. Absolutely. Right. It's always that both end of truth and truth and mercy. When he used to go to the juvenile detention center, I would talk about love and forgiveness, and there was always a kid who had raised his hand and goes, well, if I'm forgiven, then why am I sitting in jail? Well, <laughs> right. Because there's consequences that right. even though you're forgiven, mm-hmm. and the good news is God can do something great through the consequences. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that God even that. redeems our screw-ups. Yeah. And you kind of pointed that out, too, when you were talking with the parents, kind of talking after the video. You noted that, so the, the, the color that the father's mug was before it broke was brown Mm -hmm. and then after it broke so obviously he got another mug but after it was like purple and blue and black it was Mm they were different well actually purple is a kind of repentance repentance Mm -hmm. reconciliation i didn't think about that so um but it was was colorful there was a new new life to it Mm -hmm. yeah i thought your question because i i asked the parents i said you know like what questions do you have? And I thought your question was really good. Yeah. Yeah. And this was related to like, this is the number of times I've seen it. I didn't really notice this until this time. I think the Lord was just speaking this uh, to my heart then. Um, so the girl breaks the cup. Uh, she breaks the mug. And obviously like we can put ourselves in her shoes, like shame, mm-hmm. uh, shock, yeah. uh, fear, you know, could, could easily kind of characterize our, our hearts at a, at a moment of, of sin, at a moment of mistake, a moment of whatever. Disappointment. Yeah. At yeah. the failure. Right. At, at ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. At ourselves. Yeah. This is all mm-hmm. going on inside, inside of us. Inside of us. Right. And so she runs back to the, takes the mug, runs back to the house, and tries, she tries to, like, you know, use scotch tape to mm-hmm. tape this mug back together, you know, as if that's going to work. And... That just kind of struck me because um, it's because if you put yourselves in the shoes of a little kid, like you're going to do that makes sense. You're going to try to remedy the situation in whatever way, whatever way you can. And I just I just thought about like, so my question to myself was, you know, what's the tape? I'm trying to make things better. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's places I've, I've made mistakes. There's ways there's there's places of my life that I've turned away from God and we kind of want to try to turn back to God, but kind of through our own ways. Yeah, I think the line that you said, I'm trying to make things better. Yeah. When there's no way that gets any better right. than 
the scotch tape holding the cup together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the parallel with the with with the woman who's older, she's trying to she's find trying to find freedom and fulfillment. Mm-hmm. But she's looking to herself and, and the world to, to find that. So you know, so the question is what what is our tape? How do we essentially how do we cope when things aren't going well mm-hmm. uh, and 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 or in the aftermath of our sin and our mistakes? Because um, oftentimes shame and sin can kind of play into each other. Um, so, like, what is what is, what is our tape? How do we how do we cope? How do we kind of move this, through these things? Is it you know TV TV shows? Is it just binging on the internet, kind of dissociating from the things uh, around us, and that kind of makes us feel numb, so we don't have to deal with those difficult things. Mm-hmm. Um, video games? Is it you know just kind of going on vacations and like this is going to be the answer? This is going to fix mm-hmm. things. Um, is it having full schedules constantly where we're just kind of Don't avo- have to think. A- avoiding mm-hmm. the things that we really need to be attention to, but we can kind of go here and do this. Is it, is it food and is it drink? You know, oh, is that our way to kind of cope and kind of fix the situation? Um, is it hookups? <laughs> you know, is it, you know, what, what is that? What are those things? We're trying to make things better, but then it's but actually, it, it but it's actually not making it worse. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, and I think it's, God allows us, to hit the bottom until we realize that I give up. Yeah. I surrender. I really need you to help fix this because I can't. Right. Um, right. And I think first reconciliation for kids sometimes is the first time the parents have really thought about reconciliation as an adult. Yeah. Because they've got some mileage under their belt and sure some disappointments, and so it makes much more sense to say, "I need you." It's a great opportunity for for encounter, and when we can, I think that what the what the video helps to bring out is uh, just the simple simple idea, but important idea of "I need God in my life." That might be a good and uh, I can't uh, title for this one. That's true. <laughs> I, I I did think about that in relation to the homily I preached last weekend too. Uh, but we can, that's for another day. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I need God, right? And that uh, I can't fix these things on, on my own. And, yeah. and and the reality is God wants to to be gift to us. He wants to gift us his His um, His forgiveness. And, and uh, things do turn out better. You know, the mug is changed. There's some profound uh, commercials on now especially for mental health it shows like a guy who's doing bench presses and the bar is too heavy and so he's just like trying to lift it up and the guy behind him goes do you want me to spot you and help you with this and the the guy under the barbell goes no i got this yeah yeah yeah. that whole idea of we don't accept help Mm. you know either from people in this life or even asking God to help us, we we try to work our way out yeah. of it ourselves. Yeah. Well, so I, I suppose this this kind of ties in. Uh, we don't need doesn't need to be another topic, I suppose. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> um, you know, I'll so, put it on the board. Yeah, right. No, no. But last weekend uh, was um, oh, what was the what was the gospel? Uh, do you remember? Um, Probably. I'll, I'll I'll look it up here. Anyway, I <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was um, uh, John the Baptist. That's right. Uh, John the Baptist with his famous line, um, he, see, he sees J- Jesus walking by and he says, you know, behold the Lamb of God. Uh, behold him who takes away the, the sin of the world. So, uh, and John is always, he's, he's preparing for the Messiah who's, who's going to come. What is the point of the Messiah? Uh, that Israel couldn't save itself. <laughs> that it right. needed a savior. Uh, there was no amount of just kind of muscling it. Um, you know, there was, no, there was no point at which Israel, God's people, became wealthy enough, 
uh, or powerful enough that they could solve their problems, you know, or working, fulfilling the law enough, right? That right, we couldn't work our way out of it, right? Right, uh, and so actually, in the homily, I compared that to a moment uh, at Catholic Youth Summer Camp where we went with the kids that. It was this big climbing thing. Um, uh, it was called the vertical playpen. And essentially, I didn't climb as high as I thought I, <laughs> I could have. You know, uh, when fifth graders, you know, climb way higher than you. Yeah, they, they can get to the top in like off. five. Well, that's true. Yeah, well, that's what's weighing us down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are we carrying uh-huh. with us? About um, 100 pounds more than they have. <laughs> for sure. And they do sports all the time. Yeah. So they're like... <laughs> uh, but I didn't make it as high as I, as I wanted to. Uh, but I came to the point where I realized I can't do this. I don't have what it takes to get to the top. I just don't. And so you're invited into this moment of humility, you know, where um, I then have to rely upon, you know, the harness <laughs> and the, the rope that the, the ballet. that the the kids are pulling on, you know, to, to let me down, you know, safely, right? Well, let me ask you this. Um, normally these courses have on the right side, it's easy, and then it progresses to the left side, that's harder. For sure. Which did you start with? Well, for one reason or the other, <laughs> I don't think this was my choosing. It could have been. It could have been. Uh, but I ended up on the hard side. <laughs> <laughs> and I think sometimes we choose the harder side. Because I need to prove myself. Yeah. Like right. God goes, well, you know, there's a lot of easier way to get to the top of right. the right. <laughs> right. Right. Work your way through to the left. Right. Right. Um, it was a providential situation. Yeah. No, I th- it's a great homily. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, uh, but yes, for one, uh, it could have been because, you know, I wanted to be the machismo <laughs> and show these fifth graders how awesome I am. Never, no. And then... We would never think like no. that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it's it's not about self-reliance. It's not about... If we simply try to make things better ourselves, it's not going to work. It's not going to make things better. And at some point, we have to admit, I am not enough. I don't have enough. I need God. And so, in the church... We have the gift of the sacraments of, of reconciliation to uh, be strengthened by God so we can move forward with him. And what I love about the climbing metaphor is there's always a belay line, which is the line that somebody at the bottom is holding that's usually anchored to a tree right. that goes up to a pulley and comes down to you. Mm-hmm. Because if you could do this on your own, if you fall... right. There's just this big splat, and it's not so good. Mm. If you fall with a belay line, then you're always safe, right. no matter how high or how grace. far you fall. Grace. And grace is that belay line, that right. God's love is always there for us. Um, yeah. Sometimes we hit the bottom, but not with as much force. You know. Let's do that. You know, <laughs> gently down. Yeah, no, the, the camp is really good. The, the missionaries there, they really, so they have these high adventure activities, but they really try to intentionally... Um, get the kids to look inside as Absolutely. they're doing because our, there's always so there's always a lot going on. You know, it's telling the, me doing this is telling me about myself. Right, and it's unpacking the experience and that's un- the most important, and thing. it's unpacking it too. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so reliance upon God, receiving His love and mercy, not trying to fix things on our own, uh, looking to Him. I think that's I think that's mm-hmm. what it's about, right? And maybe tonight, before you go to bed and think about the day, try to reflect on what's the tape that I've been trying to hold my life together with. Right, right. And how do I ask God to reform that mm-hmm. with his grace and his love yeah. into something new? Right, and to not look with shame upon that thing or mm-hmm. judgment upon ourselves, but simply just to notice what is my tape? Right. What am I, what's occupying my life that I'm trying to run from something or trying to fix something? 
Uh-huh. And running back to God and right. trusting his love and his embrace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think sometimes my tape is uh, 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 assembling the, the Tupperware drawer <laughs> and organizing <laughs> organizing things. That's my dissociation. <laughs> I, I organize pantries and things. That's good. Well, come to our <laughs> house. because we a have healthy a, thing. We have a two-year-old grandson who his fun is just blowing everything out of the cupboards. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> what's going on? So, but... Yeah, so it's good to notice. Like, what are those things that I that I do? Not that that's a bad thing. Yeah, uh, to have a certain amount of that is is okay. But ultimately, okay, <laughs> am I going to prayer about the things that I'm frustrated about or or whatever? Um, yeah, ultimately that's going to help. Cool. So, all right, all let's, right. Uh, let's pray it out in the Father, the Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of this day, the gift of our lives, the gift of your love and mercy, uh, present. And we give you thanks and praise for all those who uh, were part of making uh, the hiding video that we've shared with uh, uh, so many people uh, has touched hearts and moved them closer to, to God. We ask you to bless uh, our parents and kids this weekend as they receive uh, God's grace through the sacrament of reconciliation. Uh, be with them and fill them with your peace, uh, with your joy. Uh, be with us all the days of our lives that we not solely rely upon our own uh, plans and desires and strength, but may rely upon you. We ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, everyone. Have a good day. Uh, Enjoy whatever you're up to, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Yep, and always run back to the Father. God bless. Mm -hmm.